Hello and welcome to Essentials to Heal Yourself. I'm Laura Lee Humphreys. So today's episode is the third and final episode in the series about designing your lifestyle of love. And so if you're just now joining me with this conversation, then I encourage you to go back and listen to the two previous episodes that accompany this one so that you can be up to speed in in terms of the process that I'm walking you through, the activities to actually design, intentionally, conscientiously design a lifestyle that expresses who you truly are as a being of unconditional love, the highest expression of yourself, to reach for your greatest potential instead of just living your life on autopilot and allowing your health to go into the toilet because you're living your life on autopilot, rather than really paying attention and making conscious, deliberate choices as to how you care for yourself, okay? So just to briefly recap, the reason why we want to create a lifestyle of love template, a plan, is so that you can be living your life intentionally. So if you've got some health issues that you know you need to clean up, if you need to shift some things around with your relationship with you, with your mental and emotional health and well-being, if you've got relationships with other people that you know are sucking the life out of you, that are eroding away at your self-confidence, your self-esteem, as well as your physical health, then this exercise is a very good place to help you start making the changes to get you out of a situation that is literally killing you. The more you stay in toxic environments, around toxic relationships, toxic media, toxic food, toxic things coming into you, the more you'll create a toxic internal environment. That is the basis of all disease. So if you are tired of being tired, (laughs) tired of not feeling good, then take some steps to get yourself out of that situation. And by creating this template, this lifestyle of love action plan, that's what helps you, gives you a direction to shoot for, to get you out of a certain of the current situations that you find unsavory, as well as helping embed within your mind who you actually are to reinforce again and again and again every time you look at your action plan to remember, oh, this is who I truly am. My core essence is a spiritual creative being of love. Therefore, I'm going to act from that place. I'm going to live my life from that perspective, from that identity, rather than identifying with the ego-based social construct identity that everybody else taught me that of who they think that I'm supposed to be and how I'm supposed to act according to what society tells you, which ultimately is going to lead you further and further and further away from who you actually are. So this is an exercise designed to help you remember that, get in touch with who you actually are, and then learn to live and embody that. So in the first episode, we talked briefly about who you, who are you? Are you an ego? Um, do you only identify with the, the roles of society or are you 
do you really identify with and can tap into who your true essence is? So we talked about in that in the first episode and looked at what is it that you really want? How would a being of unconditional love live? Okay, so that then took us into the last episode, which we went, which I walked you through the next two steps about creating your lifestyle of love template, which is then creating a, a, a image, a picture of what kind of lifestyle do you want? Who would be in there? How would you be living your life? How would you be caring for your body? What kind of foods would you be eating? All coming from the perspective that you are a spiritual, creative, sovereign being of unconditional love who lives out and expresses the foundational ethic of do no harm. Do no harm to yourself. Do no harm to your body. Do no harm to other people in your life. Do no harm to nature, to animals, the plants, the environment. Do no harm. So we talked also about creating your personal icon, which is your personal symbol that when you look at it, it reminds you of all of this information, all of the description, the picture of your ideal lifestyle, of how you care for yourself, the state of health, all the things is embodied within this symbol that you create that's your own it's your personal icon that you can plaster everywhere in your home, in, in the, on your refrigerator, on your computer, in your bathroom, on the mirror, in your wallet, everywhere, so that you're always seeing this symbol of your personal icon to remind you again and again and again, this is who I am, my true essence, my true identity. Therefore, I'm going to remember today to live from that identity rather than living from the ego-based identity that's going to choose things that are ultimately going to harm me, my body, and others. Okay. Then we concluded the episode, last episode, with the you are what you eat meditation to instruct your body, to instruct your subconscious mind of this is what we are now creating. This is the instructions for manifesting this level of health, for manifesting this type of lifestyle, for manifesting the ability to live from this core value of do no harm, to manifest the improvement and, of, and healing of the body. Okay, so if you need to refresh yourself with those instructions, then go back and listen to that episode again. Okay, so then today, and the third and final episode in this process, I'm going to walk you through the next two steps of, okay, now that you've got all of this laid out, you're very clear on who you are, what you want, you've got the picture, you're training your body, you're training your subconscious mind to receive the information. Now what? That's all the inner work. Today's all about the outer work, the action steps. Okay, to actually put this into action, to actually do the things that's going to get you down the road of where you want to be in the rebuilding of your health and healing the thing that's gone awry within your body, within your relationships, within your financial world, you know, all the things. Okay, to actually bring into manifestation this image, this picture of the life that you choose to create for yourself. Okay. So now that you've got all of this laid out, 
I want you to pick one item. Don't overwhelm yourself. One item on the list of your description of your lifestyle. It could be something that you just simply want to start with or something that is critically needs your attention. Okay. So just pick one item. Okay. And now you're going to pull out another piece of paper or another um, part of the document of wherever you're writing all this stuff down. This one item we call the, a lifestyle piece. It's a piece of the puzzle, a piece of the picture. Okay. It's one lifestyle piece. So that's going to have its own sheet of paper, its own, own um, place where you talk about this. Okay. So now you're going to look at, okay, this one, uh, this piece, the end result that I want to accomplish and manifest in my life. How do you get there? Well, that one piece is going to require different action steps, different activities, lifestyle activities that then become habits over time. Okay. So let me give you a couple of examples for this. So a lifestyle piece could be that you only have clean, non-toxic products within your home. Okay. You're not poisoning yourself and the other people are living in your home. That's do no harm. Okay. So how do you accomplish that? How do you get from here to there? That's where the action steps come into play. So here's some examples. So you could currently go through your laundry room, your bathroom, your kitchen, and take an inventory of all of the current products that you have in there. The, the, the soaps, the detergents, the makeup, the personal care products, the shampoo, the deodorant, the perfumes, the um, laundry soap, the dish soap, you know, all the things, the cleaning products. You know, and this, granted, this could be a project that could take you a while. So don't overwhelm yourself and don't feel like you have to have it all done yesterday. Okay, check the crazy thinking in your mind, create the, the crazy talk. You're just laying out, okay, this is your plan. Okay, so you'll go through the different rooms, you identify what you have, the current inventory, and then you look at those items. You read the ingredients. If you can't find them, then go look them up online. And if there's ingredients in there that you cannot pronounce, then most likely they are toxic and they are carcinogenic and they are neurotoxins, meaning, meaning they destroy your nervous system, which is your brain. And they're carcinogenic, meaning they cause cancer or they're, they're endocrine disruptors, meaning they mess up your estrogen levels and your other hormones within your body. When your estrogen levels go out of whack, then that's a sure pathway to cancers. Okay. So become aware of what you've got in your home. Okay. Look at the ingredients and identify what are all the toxic ingredients. Okay. That would be one. That would be action step one. Actually, it'd be two. Identify, create an inventory. Number two, identify what the ingredients are. Okay. Number three, go online or just browse through a health food store and look at other alternatives, identify and discover non-toxic solutions, other products that you can switch out, essential oils that you can use. You know, what companies make healthy products 
that do no harm. Okay, that don't harm the environment, that don't harm the body, that don't harm your mind. Okay, again, this is fundamental ethics that we're living from. Okay, so explore and discover other options. Okay, that would be another step. And then the fourth action step would be create a schedule over the next three months where you're going to gradually swap out all of the not the toxic things for the non-toxic things, you know, so that you don't overwhelm yourself so that you don't break your budget so that, you know, if you feel like you need to use up the things that you've got, you know, fine, just know that that's the last time you're going to buy that thing. Or if you want to go all, all out and just go cold Turkey, throw everything away and start over. It's entirely up to you, but create a three month plan schedule of precisely this month, I'm getting rid of X and X and X products. Next month, I'll get rid of these and these and these. So that over, so that at the end of three, maybe four months, you've completely revamped the products in your home. So now you are living the lifestyle piece of having non-toxic products in your home. You're no longer poisoning yourself every day by putting on toxic makeup and toxic skincare products and toxic laundry detergent and breathing in the fumes of toxic cleaners. You're not do, harming yourself anymore. Okay. So that could be one example of a lifestyle piece. Okay. Here's another example of a lifestyle piece. You only support healthcare professionals and practitioners who do no harm and to honor and listen to you and treat you as a human, not just shuffle you along in an assembly line of patients, you know, spending five minutes with you just to throw you a prescription pad to get some drugs that are going to poison you. So that would be the lifestyle piece. You only support and Give your money to practitioners who don't harm your body, who actually teach you how to heal yourself, who actually teach you principles of health and how to live and how the body functions. Okay, so how do you go about doing that? Well, go back online and do some research. Identify 10. That's too much, then just do five or eight or whatever number. But a good handful of modalities, ways of caring for the body, systems of healthcare that are based in do no harm, that are in alignment with natural law, that are in alignment with how the body actually functions. So, for example, if you're not familiar with them, you could look into chiropractic, naturopathy, homeopathy, energy healing work, um, acupuncture, energy medicine, and all of the various tools and, 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 and techniques that are out there. Um, scalar technology, like the EES system that Dr. Sandra Rose Michael um, has. That's brand new to you. Go look it up. Um, things that work off of Tesla tech, like 
the BCX machine, the Rife machine, energy frequency or energy medicine devices that acknowledges that the body is an energy, a complex energy system, that you are an energy system, that the body is interconnected with, and that you can use certain frequencies that will help heal the body and help um, rebalance everything. Biofeedback, various scans that again are based upon biometrics of taking into consideration the fact that you have an energy system of being able to sense that the frequencies in your energy system to tell you what's off nutritionally with your biochemistry with your emotions with um, um, hormones all the different things there's lots of different scans and tests out there also things that will test for parasites and microorganisms the amoebas the yeast the fungus the e coli all the things that deteriorate the body. Okay, so if all of this is new for you, great. Just gave you some things to go look up and educate yourself on. Okay, but look for different practices and protocols that do no harm to the body, that support natural healing and health. And if you're unfamiliar with them, or if you don't know what's going to be a good thing, then again, Look at their fruits. Look at what those, those systems produce. Go into it with an unbiased, open mind as possible. Be willing to learn. Get out of your box and out of the, step out of, away from all of the conditioning that society throws down your throat about how you're only supposed to go to an allopathic medical doctor, that they are God, that they have all the answers for you, that they know your body better than you. They don't. Get out of that box. Be willing to learn and educate yourself and explore new things. You may be surprised at what you find because very likely you could find the answers that you've been looking to that you have not found within that other system because it does not exist there. Healing does not exist within that medical model. You have to get out of that medical model if you truly want to heal yourself. Okay. So. That's the first action step of go educate yourself, go explore and learn and research, okay? Number two would be to find a some of those practitioners, some of those healthcare professionals within wherever you live, whatever your community, and go check them out. Go talk to them. You know, see who you vibe with. You know, people are people. You're going to find the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything. Okay, natural health practitioners are no different. Just go interview them. Find out how they've, how long they've been doing what they're doing. What kind of track record do they have? You know, look at the results, the fruits of those actions or those, those, those protocols, that, those modalities. Okay, and then notice how you feel. What resonates within you? Okay, what really talks to you of like, Oh, this is something that I really need. I really, this is something I really want to learn. Okay. And then the next step, the final step would be frequent them. Incorporate that into your growth and your healing process. You know, whether it's a couple of um, appointments a month or, you know, every month or whatever that the practitioner recommends, you know, getting a massage once a month, go doing a colon hydrotherapy once a month, you know, having some acupuncture, acupressure. You know, try those things out, okay? 
So that's the lifestyle piece of incorporating, incorporating into your lifestyle a system of healthcare that does no harm. Okay. Okay. Last example I'm going to give you for a lifestyle piece is you only eat real food, <laughs> real food that nourishes you. That it's a whole food diet. That's you know healthy, um, healthy food. And yes, I know the argument of the soils are depleted and there's you know nutrition in all the in all the foods. I get it. I've heard it for years and years and years. I'm still telling you. Food is medicine. Medicine is food. Eat real food. If you feel like you're not getting enough, then look for foods that have been dried and powdered so that you're eating, getting supplements that's the real whole food without anything added. Okay, actually, I'm getting ahead of myself. So, okay, you're... Lifestyle piece of where you want to go is you eat real food. So lifestyle or the action steps, similar to the first one, you go into your kitchen and your, your pantry and your freezer and you take an inventory of what you've currently got. And then you go look at the ingredients. If you can't pronounce the word, then most likely it's a toxic chemical that has no business being in your food, let alone in your body. If you can't identify the, the ingredient, go look it up. And you'll most likely find that it's a toxic carcinogenic endocrine disrupting neurotoxic thing that destroys your gut. Okay. Take an assessment of what you've currently bought. Throw out the things that are already expired out of your fridge or your pantry. And if there's other things that really stand out that's like, I know I need to get rid of this thing, this food item thing, this pretend food, get rid of it. Okay. Second uh, um, step, you go on the internet and look for recipes, blogs, recipe books that have examples of whole food recipes. Because you're going to have to learn when you're doing this, making this switch and learning how to eat right, you're going to have to learn how to cook differently and get used to eating things differently and get used to the flavors of real food rather than the fake food, okay? So find half a dozen different recipes that are easy, that can easily fit into your schedule, that's not gonna stress you out, it's not gonna break your budget, but simple foods that you can make that fit in with your schedule, fit in with the time that you have, to nourish yourself and then go to the store, buy the ingredients and make them, bring them into your, into your day-to-day -day diet. Okay. So that would be the, the other activity you would go to the store, buy the things and make the food. Okay. Start eating, eating them. And then this is what I always tell my clients too. If you feel like you still need to have a little boost of, of supplements, which I get, everybody needs that. Then this is what I do. This is what I recommend people do. Look for two, two foundational pieces, actually three. Um, first one would be a natural, a, a liquid mineral supplement that's got the range of minerals. Oftentimes, or what I gravitate towards would be um, humic or fulvic minerals that are made from, that are drawn from very rich 
area, rich soil areas that gives you the range of the minerals that the body needs. So those would be liquids. So you take a, a liquid supplement of that, you throw it into a smoothie, or you could do this thing that I'm about to uh, mix it into some other juice or things, but take that once or twice a day so that you have your minerals. And then secondly, look for greens, grasses, powders. And this may, again, this may be something that, yeah, doesn't really taste very good at first, but you'll get over it. There's a whole lot of combinations of, of dried, dehydrated, powdered foods that go into these powders. You're going to have to do some research to find quality brands that make these foods that don't add added fillers and crap, that don't have um, heavy metals and such. There's a lot of good companies out there. You can find some also in your local um, natural food stores, health food stores, okay? But find a good greens, grasses, powder. And what I always look for is a base of three ingredients, alfalfa, wheatgrass, and barley grass. Why do I have those three as the base? Because those three grasses are superfoods, meaning they have a very rich, broad nutrient profile, especially like the alfalfa. It's got a taproot that goes down many, 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 many feet into the ground so it can pull up lots of minerals and, and nutrients deep from the earth. Those are very rich with all of the nutrients. So when you have them combined, plus the liquid minerals, then you've got the array of, of the nutrients, the vitamins and minerals that your body requires. Okay. Oftentimes you'll also find greens, grasses, powders that are blended with other fruits and vegetables and micro um, um, and digestive enzymes and probiotics and all the things, which is good. You know, you can mix and match so you don't get bored, but always make sure that whatever blend you have, the base is alfalfa, wheatgrass, and barley grass. Okay. If you are um, gluten intolerant where you can't do the barley, then you can you know, gets a blend that doesn't have that, but make sure you've got the other two. Okay. So that's one thing that you can do for supplement. I always like to do uh, smoothies. They're easy. They're fast. They're a great way of getting in some concentrated, dense nutrition. You can put in those, the liquid minerals and the green grasses powders into your smoothie, along with a, a good quality, high quality plant-based protein powder. And again, you have to do your research and relate, read labels and find a couple of brands that do not add added fillers and garbage, like the, the starches, the sugars, um, the MSG, the whey, the uh, soy protein isolate. Stay away from that. It's horrible. It's horrible, horrible for you. It's been too processed. It's the, the, the soy... The original soybean has become so adulterated that it's now no longer good. So stay away from soy protein isolate. You know, I'm glad enough onto a tangent. But those are some examples that you can bring into your life, into your day-to-day -day diet to nourish yourself. That's still good, high-quality, real food to give you the nutrition that you need. Okay, along with your newfound six to eight recipes of real food, whole foods. Um, dishes. Okay. So those would be some life, some action steps 
to help move you towards the lifestyle piece, the intention that your diet is a wholesome plant-based diet of actual real food. Okay. Um, with that, you can also look for um, farm, go explore farmers markets or community supported agriculture, CSAs to get local produce. Okay. So lots, those are just some examples. It's not an end all be all, but you get the point. Okay. You've got the lifestyle piece, the intention, the goal of how you want your lifestyle to be constructed. That number one does no harm. That number two expresses you as who you truly are as, as a as a spiritual being of unconditional love and that three that rebuilds your health and helps you heal yourself. Okay. That's why we do all of this. Okay. So now you've got your, your one action, your one lifestyle piece, and then like three or four action steps and the plan over the next month, two months of how you're going to incorporate that lifestyle piece into your life to make it a habit a part of how you live your life and how you manage your energy how what you spend your money on okay next step you pull out your planner your calendar and you write in when you're going to do these action steps schedule it in literally schedule it in, make an appointment with yourself that, okay, on this day, at this time, I've got this block of open time. I'm going to go through my cupboards and make an inventory of all of the products in my house. Okay. Keep your word to yourself. Honor yourself in this way. Do what you say you're going to do to your, with yourself. Put it in the calendar, schedule it in, and make sure it happens. You create precedent with yourself. You're building a stronger relationship with yourself by doing this. You develop trust in yourself. You develop respect and dignity in yourself with yourself because you follow your word. You do what you say you're going to do. Okay. Therefore, when you have that basis within yourself, how do you think you're going to interact with other people? You're going to follow your word with other people. Does that not express the, the underlying core value of doing no harm? Does that not express you of who you truly actually are as a spiritual being of unconditional love when you do what you say you're going to do and follow through with your word? Okay, of course it does. So honor yourself in this way. Follow through. Do the thing. Okay. And then hold yourself accountable. And if you need to find somebody who can be an accountability partner, that's what coaching is for. That's what I'm here for. That's what I do. I help people hold themselves accountable to themselves so that they can heal themselves and create a better lifestyle for them themselves. So decide, okay, this is what I want to do. This is, these are the three steps that I'm going to take to achieve this, this lifestyle piece according to this time frame. And these are the things that I'm going to take each, do each week. I've got it scheduled into my calendar. And then on like once a week or once a month and once a month, check in with yourself. How are you doing with your progress? This is important. Holding yourself accountable, seeing your growth, 
seeing your tracking your progress, being able to see, okay, this is how, where I was, this is my starting point. Look at how far I've come six months later, how much better I feel about myself, how much my health is improving by doing these things. Okay. Like I said, if you need to have somebody, an outside person, like a friend or associate to be an accountability partner, then great. I would not recommend that you have as your accountability partner, someone who's in your household, like a family, spouse, partner, they're too close to you. Don't ask them. Most likely they will not support you in your initial steps anyway, because you will be rocking their boat of comfort level. By you choosing to change, it may intimidate and, and bring up their issues. So don't even go there. Find somebody outside of your household and ask if they'd be willing to be an accountability partner to help you follow through with the goals of, with, to yourself of implementing these action steps to improve your lifestyle, to improve your health. Okay, so check in with yourself, be accountable. And over time, as I said, you will develop that uh, precedent with yourself. You'll develop greater willpower, greater commitment, greater perseverance, greater ability to see things through. You'll be developing a spine, quite frankly. You're developing your will. You know, oftentimes because people tend to live on autopilot. They never question anything. They just kind of float along in the wind and doing whatever, whatever, and eating whatever, whatever. And then they wonder why their health is now in the toilet. It's because they've never harnessed their mind. They've never trained their mind to focus on an objective, an intention, to see it through to the end. They've never developed their consciousness to actually get something done and create and manifest something. That's one of the things that leads to disease because you haven't harnessed your mind. So this is a great exercise and discipline in helping you do that. That's why it's so helpful to have somebody else like a coach an accountability partner help you, helping you stay accountable to you to get these things done, to keep them in your calendar, in your appointment book and actually do the thing. Okay, so I know that's a big step. That's step number five is putting into place your action plan, doing the thing. Okay, then the sixth and final step in this whole action plan template, lifestyle of love template is celebration. It's very important to celebrate the wins to celebrate the milestones when you've actually accomplished the thing. You know, for example, if, if, you, if one of your lifestyle pieces is to only have non-toxic um, products in your home, by the time you actually have gone through all the process of looking at the ingredients and educating yourself on what products are toxic, what are not, switching them out, and finally having a home that's non-toxic, that's something to celebrate. That's a big accomplishment. So celebrate yourself that all of the work, all of the willpower, all, of all the focus, and all the things that it took for you to do to reach that end, celebrate it. Find something that you truly enjoy and love doing outside of food. Let's not celebrate with food. Find something else. 
invite your friends or spouse or you know people that have shared that journey with you celebrate it and when you've reached something that's a really really big milestone like a really big breakthrough with your health or something that's you know quite significant then have a celebration that's quite significant you've reached this massive goal you know so something that you know you've worked towards for like six months or something so go on a vacation reward yourself in a big way because you've accomplished something that's very very important in overhauling your health and learning to value you to step into who you are and live from that Okay, of creating this lifestyle that's going to support your authentic expression of who you truly are. Okay, so celebrate it. So with that, let's see, there's one other couple more pieces. I, um, I'm going to double back. I forgot something. When you are scheduling in the action steps of what you're going to do, I also encourage you to schedule in 15 minutes to do the meditation of you are what you eat meditation. I explained that in the last episode. So go, go back and listen to that again and familiarize yourself with that meditation because you're continuing need, continually needing to train your mind, train your subconscious, give your body the instructions of this is where we're going. Work with me. Go be a partner with me rather than fighting me. This is in the instructions. I'm trying, getting a handle on my mind. I'm harnessing my mind. I'm disciplining it instead of letting it run rogue. And this is the direction where we are going. I am taking charge of myself and my health from here on. Okay. You've got to train yourself to do that. So the you are what you eat meditation is a great tool to do that with. So schedule in your day planner 15 minutes, three to four times, a week, at least four times a week. If you can do it, Daily, great, but at least four times a week, 15 minutes, do that meditation, okay? All right, so then the last tip I'm going to offer you today is as you're going through all of these steps, doing all the things, then sometimes you need a barometer of, okay, I'm really not quite sure about this thing. It could go either way. You know, this, this action or this item that I'm looking at or this um, modality healthcare service or whatever, you know, it's kind of vague. So how can I make that clarified in my mind? So this is a tip I'm going to share, you, share with you. And that is to ask yourself the golden question. Okay. And that is, with what I'm about to do, with what I'm about to put in my mouth, the words I'm about to speak, the interaction I'm about to have, the thing that I'm about to spend money on, you know, whatever the thing is, with whatever this thing is right now that I'm about to do, will that thing take me closer to embodying my true essence as a spiritual being of divine unconditional love? Or will that, this thing, this action, take me further away? from expressing my true self? Will it take me closer to living the core ethic of doing no harm? Or will this thing that I'm about, that I'm considering, 
going to harm me and others in some way. Write that down. Keep it as something to look at. Um, you can post it up with your personal icon in your bedroom, your bathroom, your kitchen, your refrigerator, wherever you need to. But ask yourself that question whenever you come to a point where you're not sure. Because when you really get down to it, it's a very simple cut and dried answer. It's either yes or no. Either yes or no. It's cutting through all of the chatter and all the excuses and the rationalizations and the justifications and all the nonsense that your mind's going to throw at you. It's a simple yes or no. It either takes you closer to living and expressing your true essence, your true authentic self as a being of unconditional love, love who does no harm, or it will detract from that. Pretty simple. Okay, so ask yourself that question anytime you get confused, anytime you need to. All right. So with that, I've laid out for you the template of creating your lifestyle of love and your action plan to get you there. I hope you found this something that you can easily integrate into your life. I encourage you to do these exercises. Give it a try for three months and see what you find. Leave some comments below this episode. Let me know your experiences, your results that you've had in, in trying these exercises out. I'd love to hear from you about them. And share this episode and the previous two episodes with other people who you feel could benefit from this, could, would want to do this activity with you. Because uh, this episode and the two previous ones, they, as I said, they're a series that run together. So like my channel, subscribe to my channel. And with that, I have a downloadable PDF, as always, that can help you clarify things as you are going through doing the action steps of figuring out what I need to do to manifest, to, to bring into my lifestyle, these lifestyle pieces. And that is a, a downloadable PDF of what it takes to really heal yourself four different aspects of yourself that you need to really consider and address. So that'll give you insight into all of this. So you can find the link to download that below in the description of this episode. So I encourage you to do that. And with that, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this activity. Again, please go and do it. Let me know your results. And so with that, thanks again, and I'll talk to you soon. Take care.